and free. Will free to be enslaved. Yeah. And that was my time, you guys. Bye-bye. Any of our bomb It's too real too soon. Yeah. You're all enslaved. Yay. The patriarchy is real. Ah! That's exciting. You were uh, you were talking about porn there for a second, and it's true. A lot of guys say I give off a serious mom vibe, and I say, what about a stepmom vibe? Because I know what you guys are looking for on your search engines. That's right. I've been uh, I've been looking for a guy with an edible complex, because I make the best weed food in town. I tell you what, I hope he has an edible complex because. That is a smart joke. Your next comedian. I think she's from out of town. Put your hands together, everybody, for Liz Randall. Yay! It's been a while since I've done this. Uh, Hi, I'm Liz. Um, I feel like I'm the female recovered version of Hunter. Just, you know, from what I hear, lots of similarities. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, Anyways, my mother loves the saying that she's a bleeding heart liberal Democrat. I don't know about you, but that sounds a little bit closeted Republican to me. The don't tread on me sticker on the back of her lifted forerunner says differently. Um, Speaking of mommy issues, I just started therapy pretty great um it's difficult to get there though it's difficult to start therapy it's kind of like when you break your leg when you don't have health insurance like you're kind of just sitting there like ooh, it's just sprained it's fine it'll heal no jerry your the bone is sticking out of your leg we need to take you to the er immediately it's like when you cut your hand open and it's just like i'll just run some cold water on it it's fine like i'll put a band-aid on it no, that's a huge gaping wound, and we really need to put stitches in it. Same with my uh, trauma growing up, so I guess it's the same. Oh, I heard whispers in my ear. I got a little startled there, sorry. Um, but what's great is that my therapist doesn't laugh at my jokes. Like, that's how I heal, right? So I guess you could say my copay is actually paying for me to be a stronger comedian. Um, I actually just turned 28, and I actually wrote this joke when I was 27. The only difference between now and then is that um, when I sneeze, I get scared. Like, did I hurt something? Did I pull a muscle? Is it going to ruin my month? You know what I mean? But being 28 is a weird age, right? When you're 21, you're bright-eyed, you're ready for a party, you can do anything you want, you never get hurt, you're invincible. When you're 28... It's just, it's, I don't even know how to use LinkedIn, okay? I don't even know how to find a proper job, okay? When you're 21, you can, you know, drop out of college. You're discovering yourself. You're trying to find yourself, right? When you're 28, community college is rejecting you. They really want you to get your life together by now, guys. When you're 21, you can go to a club and, you know, fool around with a hot bartender in the bathroom. It's considered cute. It's considered sexy. When you're 28... Think about this, okay? That bartender is seven years older, and by this point, he's been demoted down to barback. Okay? And, you know, you're not making eye contact. You need this to hurry up because, you know, my bumble date's showing up in an hour, and we really have to speed this up. All right? And, you know, I think about what 30 is going to be like for me 10 years from now, and all I can imagine is this I'm at my kids' little league game. I had a son. I'm not going to have a girl because I don't want to put that type of trauma on you. But I have split custody with the bar back. And we start fooling around in the porta potty, right? And the moral of the story is, is that the bathroom sex just keeps getting crappier and crappier and crappier the older that you get. I'm going to leave you with this, okay? I want you to think about this. Bad boyfriends and girlfriends are like houseplants. Okay? Right? Um, They look nice, they're beautiful, but they're not doing anything for you. That fern that I bought at Target last week isn't going to tell me that I'm the most beautiful woman he has ever seen in his life. 
that air plant that I have hanging in my bedroom that's a little bit dusty, a little bit scared, isn't going to buy me tampons anytime soon. And that dead orchid on my desk at work isn't going to cuddle me after sex. Why would I have sex with an orchid? Don't ask. But one thing that I do know that a houseplant won't do, that a crappy boyfriend will do, is cheat on me with my cousin over the weekend. One thing that a houseplant won't do is steal my credit card for foot fetish porn, which doesn't make sense because you can get that for free online. Am I correct? Anyways, that's my time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Liz Randall, everyone. Yay, Liz Randall, that was lovely. I feel like I'm so much closer to you now. Yay. Uh, I've realized recently that no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, <laughs> which is so much more healthy. You know what I mean? You know? I'm going to go in and get a cigarette during our next comedian's set. And just get it. I'm going to walk out in front of you. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing before I do it because I like to ask permission rather than beg forgiveness. But I do love to smoke. And what I realized, I used to, I used to really worry about where I blew my smoke. But now your kid is wearing a mask. So I don't care. <laughs> I'm blowing the <sighs> smoking wherever I want. Uh, your next comedian, she's smoking hot. I just wanted to use, I'm just, you know, practicing my, I don't actually know you, but you are really pretty. Uh, but I also don't want to like, I don't want to like be the, I don't want to sexualize you and be the patriarchy. I'm like, be the change you want to see in the world. Stop being the patriarchy. She is, she's really, are you smiling though? Uh, she's so much prettier when she smiles, you know? Put your hands together for Morgan Anderson, yay! I'm kidding about the smiling thing, she's really pretty. I've ever seen. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Yeah, she's really loud in there. You guys, not so much. How are you doing? Good? Yes, thank you. My name's Morgan. Um, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand why during a good meal people describe their food as an orgasm in their mouth. I feel like I've had a lot of orgasms in my mouth, and none of them have tasted any good. <laughs> um, I was catcalled today, and uh, I don't know why every time I say that it feels like I'm bragging. Um, I was catcalled today by a homeless gentleman. Um, I don't know why I said gentleman like he was wearing a suit, <laughs> but he was, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, he was kind of hot, and I know that we're not supposed to like like it, and we're supposed to get really mad, but I have very low self-esteem. So um, he was cute, though. He kind of had this like Christian Bale vibe going on. Um, if instead of becoming a method actor, he just stopped at meth. Um, I bought some pepper spray today, <laughs> and I looked on the back uh, to read it, as we do. Um, and the back said it was uh, 12 ounces, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm going to need you to quantify this with something that makes sense. Like, I need to know how many rapes are in there. I feel like, what is a rape equivalent of 12 ounces? Is it one rape per ounce? I don't know. I feel like that's the information that we need. Um, I have a theory that God was the first sexual predator. Uh, hear me out. I don't think anywhere in the Bible does he ask Mary for consent. Nope. He just he just flies in through a window one night, bangs her, and then flies back out, never to be seen again. <laughs> I think that immaculate conception is just a fancy way to say ghost rape, to be honest. And um, it checks out because in the Bible it says uh, man was made in God's image, so it makes sense as to why so many men are rapists. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's too real. Is it too real? Sorry. Sorry about that. So sorry. This is comedy. It's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be real. Fuck. Shoot. Um. 
Did you guys know that there's a four women category on Pornhub? Yeah, all the videos are two and a half minutes long. The woman doesn't come and she ends up going home alone to masturbate. Yeah, it's a, it's a hero's journey, really. Um, I was also reading that women tend to date men that resemble their fathers, uh, which would totally make sense as to why I'm so into necrophilia. <laughs> My dad's not dead, though, really. He's just dead to me. Um, I don't understand why men want to fold me up during sex. Are you trying to make me physically and emotionally smaller? I feel like I'm just lying there with my legs behind my head. I feel like a U.S. gymnast at a doctor's appointment. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize how heavy of a sleeper I was until the woman in the apartment next to me got stabbed to death. <laughs> um, based on how many CAPTCHA tests I failed, I'm really starting to believe that I am a robot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they should have robots make the tests to decide what is and is not a robot. Like, find the crosswalk. Apparently the sign on the crosswalk isn't actually a part of the crosswalk, and a Vespa is a motorcycle? I don't think so. I feel like, I feel like they should ask questions that only humans would know the answer to. Like, what is love? Although I'd probably fail that too, so whatever. Um, how much time do I have? Okay. Um, so I'm in my 30s, and uh, I started getting laser hair removal down here. And what they don't tell you is that it doesn't fall out all at once. So for the last eight months, it's been falling out bit by bit. Yeah. My vagina looks like it has cancer. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting it a little scarf so it doesn't feel so insecure. It kind of looks like one of those homeless dogs Sarah McLaughlin's been trying to sell forever. Every time I take my clothes off and look down, all I hear is in the arms of the angels. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you. Keep it going for Morgan Anderson. Yay! Yay, and then yay! When you get old, you get uh, actually gray pubes, and then, okay. yeah, and then it gets real. <laughs> then it gets real. I have such a shock of gray pubes. It, it's like um, it's like I'm that 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 character that what's her name? Who reads comic books? You do. You're 18. Come on now, the one with the stripe in her hair because she touched something rogue. Yeah, I'm like rogue. <sighs> rogue agent. So big shock. Cool. I thought you would read. Com are you more of a manga fan? Ranma. I'm just trying to stereotype because I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm really excited for your next comedian because he's young and we are an all ages place because we're outside and we've always been all ages place. You know, we're just a radio station. Uh, I'm super excited that he's here. Uh, please give it up for new comedian Jeffrey Chen. Yay! There's the common generic Jeffrey though. Yeah. Uh, I've never had sex before, so. Uh, <laughs> Just like for my first time having sex, I'm gonna be reading a manual. Do you guys remember that uh, phase you had as a little kid where you wanted to have this one job, like firefighter or a truck driver or president? So I had a brief phase where I wanted to be a white supremacist, which, looking back at it now, is moronic. As you know, clearly, you can both be a white supremacist and a president at the same time. It was the early uh, 2000s, I was seven or eight years old, and back then I lived in Illinois, where our economy was primarily based upon cows, corn, and undiagnosed clinical depression. And I had a soccer game at a, a pretty rural area, so my parents dropped me off and I asked, Mom, Dad, can you watch my soccer game? And they laughed and drove off. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need therapy when I grow up, but this is fine. So I'm walking to the soccer game, but then I hear some cheering. So I change directions to follow the sounds, and it's a parade. Dozens of people were marching down the street, people carrying American flags, people cheering, people in long flowing white robes with white pointy hats. I remember thinking, it's August, isn't it a little early for Halloween? And it was quite an odd parade. Some of them are raising their right arm 45 degrees into the air, you know, to block the sun from getting into their eyes. 
But what really caught my attention were the signs they were holding. And the biggest one was a sign that said, in big sprawling words, white power. And I was like, yes, I too support renewable energy. <laughs> and one of the marchers goes up to where I am, and he's passing out candy and pamphlets which say to join the Ku Klux Klan. And he's giving it to kids and parents, and he reaches me, and then he completely ignores me. And I'm telling you, I was devastated. I did not see that coming. I'm Asian. The only place I should be rejected from is Harvard and my family's dining room table. So I leave the parade, and I was like, they're wearing cool costumes. There are dragons and wizards. I got to find a way to join. So I play my soccer game. We get crushed 14 to 0. I get home, and I hop on my computer, wait 30 minutes for it to boot up because I'm using Windows XP, and then do some searching. And the thing about looking up the Ku Klux Klan is that you only have to type in the same three letters, but I forgot which letter it was. So I go down the entire alphabet, like AAA, no, BBB, no, CCC. I felt like a six-year-old who failed kindergarten due, due to a crippling math addiction. Uh, 11 tries later, I get onto the KKK website. I wait 20 minutes for it to load because I was using Windows XP. And then, and then the website loads. And I look at it for the first time and I feel shocked. It's absolutely disgusting. The web design was complete shit. <laughs> there were shitty JPEG images all over the place, and you know that when you're trying to drag an image onto like a Word document and just like explodes? Yeah, that was the entire KKK website. The text was all warped around images of clan members. Basically, they segregated the images of white people from the text, which was black. It was a real clusterfuck, and that's the only time I can swear, right? Okay, thank you. Okay, seriously, what is the deal with hate groups and shitty sex? shitty graphic design like you never see someone who's openly racist and also good at art my favorite thing in the world is when some racist dude or neo-nazi spray paints a swastika but it's all wrong like the lines are all messed up and at the wrong angle like an octopus had sex with a multiplication sign i guess they like hitler so much that they also want to be bad at uh, art but i'm not here to critique their like crappy web design i'm just there to set up sign up you know it's 2008 it's not like they had squarespace or anything like uh, this racism was brought to you by Squarespace. Use code white supremacy for 15% off. So I find the requirements to join, and I'm thinking, do I have to audition or something to get in? I mean, I can wiggle my ears, and I'm 7 years old, so I can play a useless piece of shit, which I think the KKK is very familiar with playing. But I read the requirements, and it's just two sentences. It says, the first one says, we, we are here for the white race, blah blah blah, and the next one says in big bold letters, no Jews, no Catholics, no blacks, no Mexicans, and no Asians. And I was offended. I mean, it was racist, but that wasn't really it. It's because I'm an American. In America, we're free to make choices. Now, did I want to join the KKK? No. But did I want the option to join the KKK? You can bet your star-spangled ass that I did. And honestly, not taking people's money who aren't white Protestants is a pretty shit business strategy. Just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I can't contribute to your cause. For instance, I'm pretty good with coming up with taglines, which the KKK really needs a new one. Their current slogan is, we must to care the existence of our people in a future for white children. And that's boring as shit. Here's a better one. The Ku Klux Klan. We, why be wrong when you see why? I no longer want to be a white supremacist. Now I actually want to be a comedian, which my parents might actually be worse. But I log up the computer. It takes uh, 15 minutes to close because I'm using Windows XP. Then I hear my dad. He goes up to me and he asks, how was the soccer game? And I tell him, it was okay. KK. Thank you. I'm Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey Chen, yay! What a what a what a beautiful monologue you had! I can't wait till you memorize it. Yay! No, it really is. You're very funny, and that was really good writing. It was a really good piece of writing. Really good political satire. I enjoyed it very much. You should send it in to Stephen Colbert or something. Does he still do shows? I don't know how that works, but I enjoyed that very much. Yay! I have a. I didn't wear my jacket tonight that says F Trump on it. I like to wear that sometimes, too. Your next comedian, he's another young man. I'm so glad he's here. He's pretty new as well. Put your hands together, everybody, for Donald Toggart. Yay! There's condoms. My name's Donald, I'm 18, and uh, I'm working on improving myself. Can you hear me now? Okay, thank you. 
So yeah, my name's Donald Taggart. I'm 18 and I'm working on improving myself. So there's a lot of work to be done. Um, one of the little things I've done is uh, I set up my Instagram to alert me when I've been on the app for at least 15 minutes that day. So now I get a friendly reminder that I'm wasting my life away whenever it's 12.15 a.m. in the morning. And uh, the other problem with staring at my phone screen late at night is that I don't have my eyes on the road. And uh, it's probably wrong for me to make that joke because uh, my parents actually passed away in a car accident when I was six. Um, they were both drunk and to be honest, it was their fault considering they made me the designated driver. But uh, don't worry, they're not dead. Uh, I got them home safely. Um, but it's interesting though that video games are the only ones blamed for having a bad influence on teens because I think no worries. Because I think uh, Mario Kart actually affected my ability to drive. Um, one time in real life, I was shooting down an alley as a shortcut, and I saw a cardboard box in the middle of that alley. And I was like, oh, I'll run it over, because in like Mario Kart, that's how you get the power-ups. And um, inside that cardboard box, there wasn't any um, mushrooms, or there wasn't any turtle shells. But there was a homeless woman living inside. Um, so the police showed up, and uh, they seemed mad. So they asked if I killed the woman living in the box, and um, I told them, well, I don't think she's living in there anymore, but they asked if I killed this homeless woman in her home, which that statement doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but the whole situation seemed kind of suspicious, and they asked uh, why I was driving down an alley that late at night, so I told them the honest truth, and I said I was looking for mushrooms. Um, <laughs> They seemed concerned, so they said, uh, the hallucinogenic ones, and I was like, no, 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 no. The big red ones with the eyes that make you go faster, and then they arrested me, so. On a different note, I wanted to tell my crush that I liked them, but I didn't want to come out of the closet at the time, because I didn't want her to find out that I snuck into her room. Thank you. I'm actually straight, and my type tends to be four-year-old bitches, but that's not pedophilia, because in dog years they're 28. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I hope everyone's doing well, but probably not, considering this is mostly people doing stand-up. A good half of us probably have some serious mental issues. Um, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Um, because if you're doing stand-up, you're probably trying to cope with something. A comedian without mental health issues is kind of like a sex worker who has had a good home life. Um, I have good coping skills for when I'm sad, though. I've noticed when I'm sad, exercise really helps. Whenever I feel distressed, I go jump on a trampoline. I actually found a really good one right under the Golden Gate Bridge. And, um, I don't know. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, my therapist, they're great, though. But sometimes I feel like they ask me questions that they should already know the answers to. Mine asked, uh, Donald, how hard is it for you to find a someone to have a conversation with, and I told them and reminded them that I have to pay them $60 an hour, and they also asked if I was dealing with any relentless nagging thoughts, and I said, yeah, my girlfriend, and they didn't really think that was an appropriate thing to say during couples therapy, and apparently neither did my ex. Alright, so all my material has been pretty depressing and edgy so far, so I'm going to lighten it up a bit. Now? Yep. Oh yeah, I heard it, yeah. What is white, black, and red all over? A truck mowing through a BLM protest? This is dark. Thank you. Donald Tugger, yay! Hey, the way you use a microphone is you put it up next to your mouth. Yay! No, it's okay, you're new, you're super new. You'll learn all of these things very soon. One of them is everyone has to hear you to hear your beautiful, wonderful writing. Because I know there were jokes in there, because I could tell that you wrote them, because you were reading it off your phone. So that's how I could tell. I'm not, I'm just making fun of you a little, but it's okay. No, I, <laughs> joke workshop is on Monday. It's at six o'clock. 
and um, you get to learn all of these things. And then we're, we give four minutes, and you get four minutes of comments by your comedian peers and stuff. And it's fun. You're cracking up. Cause it's, but it's true, though. But it's hard. to do. They're 18. It's the first time they've ever used a microphone. Not everybody has a microphone tattooed on their arm. You know what? You want to know the best? You want to know the best thing you'll never be able to do it again? But karaoke is the best way to pack practice comedy. You ever want to learn how to use a microphone? Learn how to sing into it. Problem is, we can't do karaoke anymore because we're not allowed to use, bah, you can't, we're not allowed. Even if you bring your own microphone, I'm like, can we sit, can I get in a glass room and sing karaoke so I can feel good about myself? Because this comedy thing isn't doing it. It is, it's doing it just fine. Uh, your last comedian at the open mic before we get in, I hope you all stay for the, for the seven o'clock show, which would be great. There's a donation bucket over here too because boy, do I need money. <laughs> Uh, being a socialist. I'm a socialist living in a capitalist economy. Man, did I love that unemployment stuff. God bless California. Without the unemployment that I finally am going to be getting, this place would have died. So thank you, California. Yay, I've lived here my whole life, and you're helping me. I love the sun and the sky. I will never move to Canada. I promise. <laughs> I'm not going to gentrify that nation. All right. You're a uh, last comedian of the open mic. Put your hands together. It's Brady. Yay. He's familiar with condoms. COVID makes us all so thirsty. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. That's so hot. It's so exciting. Hi, everybody. Can you hear me now? Is it clear? Hi. Um, my name is Brady, as you know. Um, there seems to be a lot of discussion today about age. Um, you know, young or old, I happen to be old now. It's very exciting. Um, I just turned 50. Yes, I did. You know, and this bitch has survived AIDS and COVID so far, so let's keep this going. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, I've been around for a long time, and I happened to grow up in the 70s. And some of you may not remember the 70s, but I do vividly. And with a name like Brady, which is pretty special, it sounds kind of rare now, but it's even better then because that's when we had the show called The Brady Bunch. Do you remember that? Anybody remember that show? Okay, and you know how nice kids are on the playground? You know how they are? How sweet they can be? So they follow me around the playground all the time. Hey, Brady, tell me what on The Brady Bunch today, Brady. What happened today? And for months this went on. I'm like eight. I know what the fuck is going on. What's going on? And so I turned around and said, so do you really want to know? And they're like, yeah, tell me. I said, Okay. And I told them how Alice liked her meat. What was going on with Mike and Greg in the Johnny Bravo Lounge? <laughs> and what really went down in the doghouse with Kitty Carriol, Tiger, and Cindy? I made a lot of friends that year. A lot of friends. Um, and moving to now, like I keep thinking about like we're, be we're being uh, pushed away from each other. Like we find like there's nothing in common. Like I keep thinking to my to straight guys are like. You know, you faggot, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. We have nothing in common. We, we have nothing in common. You're just a pound of fact. Like, gentlemen, I know we, we have all one thing in common. And if, if I'm not right, it's, we all like to put it in something, don't we, gentlemen? <laughs> right? Is that what we all love to do, every single guy? So think about that. Every guy you're looking at wants to stick it in something. All right? And we all have the same thing. We're like, when you wake up in the morning, you're going, oh, my God. Where did I put it? Where was it? What did I stick it in? Is that guacamole? What is that? Oh my God! What did I bring home? Is it a disease? Do I have to go? And now we know we have to get tested, right? But the other thing that brings us together is like the COVID sex things. Now we all have to use glory holes. <laughs> now we all have to take it from behind, right? If you see, no, seriously, in New York, right? The COVID is the great equalizer, right? We now have we all have to sex behind doors, behind plexiglass. If we survive AIDS, we're used to that, right? But now we're like, yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Da, da, da. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all I have right now. Okay. Thank you. No honks. Brady with a hot three. Yes. Brady is, is one of the COVID prodigies. He came here 
because he was like, I don't know what to do with my life. And we were doing outdoor shows. And he's like, I could do this. I think I was built for this. And I was like, yes, you are. And now he just did a hot three. So clap it up again for Brady. Yay. <laughs> I have pictures from you last week or the week before, and they're super cute. But we're not friends on Facebook or whatever, which is weird. Oh, we have to fix that. All right. Uh, the other thing we have to fix is I'm going to put some lights up for uh, the show show. There's uh, a bucket here if you want to donate. That's super awesome. And we're going to start the show show in a few minutes. Uh, this was an open mic, and that's so great. And thank you all for coming because I usually book the show show based on who comes to the open mic and all that stuff. But we have more open mics at Mutiny Radio. We have Mondays, like I said, Joke Workshop. Please come out for that. Tomorrow we have a special show at 6 o'clock. It's a silly little birthday show for me. Yay. Um, but we're going to hang out for a couple minutes, stick around, and we're going to be back with more comedy here on Mutiny Radio. Yay. Yay. Maybe like if you focus it a little bit more this direction. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so lights are good. Strike one erase and fade so they can help you reach the end. But there, what makes the world go round? The ups and downs are carousels, changing people's heads around. Girl underground, young man. Smoking in the easy chair On a fancy car without a care
We're having comedy here in a little bit, guys. You want to drop off your laundry and come back? Do comedy here.
Hey, someone just stole my phone, so if anybody can call my phone, 760-716-3865, and please ask them to bring my phone back because I really need that phone. Whoever just stole my phone, please bring it back. 760-716-3865. This just became a fundraiser. sucks that sucks so much that's like so much suck like i'm sorry you guys i just the phone is my <sighs> hey my phone was just stolen everybody call it seven six it's a samsung that someone gave me and it's it's a dumb phone it doesn't actually connect to anything and there's nothing on it it's such a loss for whoever took it because it doesn't even have a plan i'm on a go phone with at&t and Yeah, they turned it off right away. They stole my phone. I am so dumb. I am so, so dumb. Okay, I can't even tell jokes. I'm sorry. I'm just like super, it's, it's fine. It's karma. Like all these great things just happened to me. Like, yay, we got a permit so we can be out here legally with these chairs. Yay, that's what we did. Yay. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yay, someone just stole my phone for my birthday. Thank you. That's really cool. I turned 46. There's nothing on the phone. I'm a socialist. I'm on food stamps. I've been keeping this place alive and no one knows how. I know. I work really hard and you just stole my phone, bro. Why did you do that? It sucks. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't be happy. Someone just stole my phone just, to just now. I can't time you guys. I'm going to do my best timing you. <laughs> but I have to guess on time now. It doesn't matter. I don't need a phone. No one ever calls me anyways. Th I mean, my phone was stolen not too long ago anyway, and I just didn't put any numbers in. I was just waiting for people to call me, and guess what I realized? I only have 10 friends, <laughs> and none of them are my mom. <laughs> Actually, that's perfect, because they just stole a bunch of pictures that it's fine. There's nothing on that phone of any value. They're never going to figure out my password. It's such a loss for them. Whatever. It is. It was just mean. It was just mean. It's just stupid of me to just leave. Okay. Your first comedian of the night's going to make you laugh. Hopefully it makes me laugh because I'm going to be a bad mood until someone makes me laugh because someone just stole my phone and I'm not allowed to swear outside. Put your hands together for your first comedian, Steven Steiner. Yeah. Well, this isn't a better way to start a show, isn't it? Um, I'm going to turn on my own timer just to keep it. Pam, we're doing 8 to 10, right? I don't have a phone. I can't time anyone. I the minute I stop laughing is the minute I take you off the air. All right. Cool. I have no timer. I don't know what I can start one. How much time do you want me to go? 8 to 10? All right. I got a timer. Okay. Uh, so trying to fix the world's problems and get people to laugh, I think the solution is to just make everybody skip. Yeah. Have you ever tried to be mad while skipping down the street? Pam, maybe you should try that. Just start skipping and see if you can not be mad. Um, all right. Well, that joke didn't work. That was the first joke I ever wrote when I was like 15 and thought it was really funny. Just wanted to see if it'd work in front of a live stage, and I know not to do that one again. So thank you for that uh, confirmation. Uh, going into it, though, I started going to therapy recently. Anybody else? Yeah, did your magic eight ball stop working, too? Yeah. I started going to therapy to get answers, and I just got way more questions. Why are you here? What brings you in? Why do you think you're here? What do you think that started? It's like, I don't know. That's why I'm here, not to be interrogated, but to try to get some answers. Uh, 
This is my rant, apparently, and you guys are listening to it. Um, but it turns out I'm suffering from YBS. Gross. I don't know what you're thinking. That's younger brother syndrome. Yeah. Turns out I'm a victim of my sister's role plays. Again, you're gross. I don't know what you're thinking, but the antics that were fun when we were kids don't work the same way now that we're 30. Steven, let's have a tea party. Uh, these are shot glasses, not teacups anymore. Pam, are you doing okay? Yeah, all right. I'll check in occasionally. We're doing okay on time. Uh, yeah, we're good. All right. Um, continuing to go with that trend, baking with my sister at 30 years old doesn't involve an easy bake oven anymore. Yeah, now baking with an older sister is when she disappears for a while and I'm left in the kitchen making cookies alone. I think there's a munchies joke in there somewhere. Is everybody just down because of Pam's phone? This is like, <laughs> I mean, I feel it. I'm going to try to, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. All right. Uh, I'm excited that I'm finally outside seeing people again. Yeah, it's nice to see that people still have legs. Yeah, we can clap for that. That's cool. Yeah, six months worth of doing stand-up comedy at a Zoom box. I felt like I was just in a zoo. What's he going to do next? Yeah, now it's like a, a petting zoo because we can actually somewhat be in contact but not. It's cool. I'll keep my distance. Some of you laughed. That was good. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's cool. Um, other good news, I moved in with a woman recently. Yeah, my mom. Uh, yeah, moving and vacuums have a lot in common. They both suck. Yeah, Pam laughed. Yes, I think that's, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. That was a giggle. It was good. We can get a belly laugh maybe. Because uh, I found out that moving has kind of an upward roller coaster in it to where like, you feel really good about yourself when you when you start packing like 20 boxes and then you turn around and it looks like you did nothing at all, right? It's just like, well, I don't know. And then you keep packing, you keep packing, you're like, yes, we're going to move and all of your stuff gets to your new place. And then you have to unpack? <laughs> Screw that. I have a really nice couch now just made of filled boxes. Ikea's got nothing on that furniture. Yeah. I have a TV stand in a stand box. Yeah. I don't know where the TV is, but it's in one of those boxes. That's what moving's like. Moving, And it's one of those things to where it's like, I could either try to find it, but I felt like I was a magician hiding stuff from myself. Um, so I just go buy it anyway. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a scavenger hunt game that I've made for myself, apparently. Uh, but now I have so many cardboard boxes that I just feel like I'm at a sporting event Surrounded by cardboard cutouts. A few of you are liking this. All right, try to be looked at by a bunch of weird strangers in your room that are two-dimensional. At least doing a Zoom show, they respond. Uh, but professional sports teams are pumping their own sound noise. That's how I get laughs at all my jokes. <laughs> I got a laugh track that just gives me something to practice against. That's cool. Um, but I've noticed that my sporting career has a lot in common with my dating life. Yeah, getting on base is a struggle. Somebody got that one. Uh, I can hit a home run, but that costs $400 in the tenderloin and I don't got money for that. Ouch. How are we doing, Pam? <laughs> that was a smile. We're trying, we're trying. Uh, by the way, if you don't have cash, you can Venmo. Uh, Mutiny Radio also to contribute to Pam's phone and keeping the lights on fund. That that was not supposed to be a joke, but I'm glad it made you laugh. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so you can do that. So, yeah, I'll just keep plugging and checking in to make sure we're doing okay. Um, I'm at like five and a half minutes, so this is what torturing feels like when only three people are laughing at your jokes. But I'm going to keep going because I was told eight minutes. Uh, this is That's what Pam laughs at again. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm just going to keep making shit up as I go. Uh, Pam says that this is a clean comedy show, so I showered. <laughs> yeah. I got claps on that one. Hygiene gets the claps. All right, let's keep making jokes about being clean. 
Uh, a dirty joke, though. This is one that my grandpa used to tell me. Yeah, a guy fell in the mud. Clean joke version is that he also showered. Yeah, you're welcome. This is this is making it up as we go, folks. Uh, do you guys want some dad jokes? That got Pam to laugh last week. Pam likes the dad jokes. You want some dad jokes? Yeah, dad jokes. Commas. They give me pause. I'm just trying to be punctual. Just trying to be punctual, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I solved a puzzle last week. Not to brag, but it said three to four years on the box. Hey I got to chuckle. I got to chuckle. Um, I, I should stop with the dad jokes, though, because uh, I don't have kids yet, and that's just a faux pas. Uh, yeah, it's getting cornier. It's cool. It's fun. Um, all right. I think I'm going to end it with that. We got some laughs out of Pam. Please, please, please help us out. I know, Pam, you're getting some of your the, the money, finally, to help keep the lights on with this place. Mutiny Radio on Venmo if you don't have cash. And uh, enjoy your night. Thank you so much for coming out. Steven Steiner, everyone. He's the dad I always wanted. With the no, it's cool. Like he, I think you've given me money. That's really supportive. Thank you. <laughs> my dad, my dad is actually super Republican, like super Republican, and he sends me these terrible Republican memes all the time. And I don't know if he's doing it because he has an awesome sense of humor, or because he really hates me. Um, <laughs> When he raised me, he used to call me his little commie pinko liberal. And I was like, look what you did. <laughs> Do you see words have power, dad? Anyway, my phone was stolen. <sighs> so if I don't call you back or you text me, honestly, it's not. I think this is, I've never wanted a phone anyway. Here's the thing. I accidentally left my phone here for 24 hours and no one texted me, so it doesn't matter. I can talk to people on Messenger. I didn't need the phone. I never wanted a smartphone anyway, and someone gave me the smartphone. I had a dumb phone. I had a dumb phone, and someone stole my dumb phone. Who would do that, right? And that happened before. Someone stole my dumb phone, but you know what? I got it back for $20 and a little bit of weed. We met at a Pete's <laughs> Coffee downtown because he was like, I don't want your dumb phone. And I was like, I know. Nobody wants it. It's an AT&T Go phone, you dumb Fs. Like, it's nothing. You stole nothing. Except it was everything to me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's like the fourth time that's happened. When they steal my bag, and I'm like, ha, ah, there was no, there was $2.50 in there. And my fourth draft of my master's thesis. Ha, <laughs> That little thumb drive that you threw in the garbage. The, la the last bag that was stolen for me, actually the worst thing out of the bag that was stolen, A, rocks from Greece. Value to me. B, Two of my best Magic the Gathering decks. Ah! Ah! They stole! They stole my poet deck. It was so good. It was all 1-1 penners. And they all just flew in. And I, and then I had all these life-giving things. And I'm at 52, and you're at 4. And you're like, what's happening? In this? I'm like, it's just a poetry reading. We're all just having a fun time. No one plays Magic the Gathering, just me. I'm just lamenting the things that people steal from me that have no value to them, that they throw in a garbage can. They have all the value to me. I will, uh, my rocks from Greece, gone. Lamenting my son. Your next comedian, he plays songs and he's gonna. He's a really lovely human being. I'm gonna let you get set up as I preface you with this. He has some song parodies he does. I used to do karaoke and I used to sing a little song called Isn't It Ironic by Alanis Morissette. But I did it in a comedic way because I did it in the style of James Hetfield. Isn't it ironic? Uh, don't you think, Paul? A little too ironic. Uh, I really do think. It's like Rayon on your wedding day. <laughs> right? <laughs> I do the whole song now. It's really funny. I really miss karaoke. He's got a buzz going. Already, and that's what's gonna make him so good. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn! Yay! <laughs> Woo What's up, San Francisco? How are y'all doing tonight, guys? Hey, give yourself another round of applause just for being here, okay? Yeah! Give yourself a round of applause, all of us! Nobody saw who stole Pam's phone. We are all terrible people. We are all going to hell. No, okay. 
So Pam just did her James Hetfield impression. Uh, I have a Metallica-oriented impression I'd like to do for you. I'll show you my beautiful prize-winning face when I do. Uh, so this is what it would sound like if David Bowie were to sing Metallica, okay? David Bowie singing Metallica. Here goes. So close, no matter how far. Could it be much more from the heart? Forever trust in what we are? Oh, yeah. And nothing else matters to a bitch. David Bowie playing Metallica, everybody, right? But what if Metallica 